TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And these two teams will head back to Boston. Three games to two in favor of Golden State as Luke Cornett knocks down the three. And the Warriors can dribble it out. Golden State Warriors are one win away from getting back on that championship throne. Boston's going to have to have another one of those vaulted comebacks we've seen so much from them throughout these playoffs. As the Warriors take game five, 104-94. A spectacular performance from Andrew Wiggins. Back-to-back gems from one of the Warriors who's looking for his first ring. As Jason Tatum and the Celtics disappointed as they lose consecutive games for the first time in these playoffs. Ah, uh, the Celtics cold like a cut sandwich stacked. KJ Late Night, WEEI, thank you so much for hanging out. Ethan, I appreciate you being here. I don't know if you should be disrespecting cold cut sandwiches like that. Well, you know, they're not really good for the pores long term. Very tasty. But, you know, depend like the better ones, the better made ones are like the local made ones. I can't say their name because I don't know if they're paying for commercials here. But the local made ones where you don't have to worry about long packing, shipping, and, you know, it's come all the way from, you know, Salem, Oregon. You, you know, it had to they'd be shipped and the juices. And all. Nah, you buy it from around the corner. You take it home to around the corner. You cut out that preservative middleman. That's the good. Those are the good cut. Those are the good. I'm going. Zzz, zzz. Those are the best ones, especially when you go to the butcher. You know where like half of it's a restaurant, the other half is exactly. a butcher. Yep, yep, oh, yep. There's a spot over in Medford. I'm not going to say it by its name because they can always pay for advertising. But oh my gosh, zzz. you hear it going on in the back. You're like, oh, give me two of those pastrami sandwiches, please. Half a pound, I'll take it home too. No, I'll take it all. In fact, I'll take the butcher with me. Can he cut this at home? He got. Does he have a traveling machine? But look, the Celtics got butchered. Butchered. And I mean from a standpoint of what are what what in their repertoire, what in the Celtics repertoire exists that will beat the Golden State Warriors right now. So here's the first argument. I need Jason Tatum to show up. 15, 18 points isn't going to do it. Well, how about 27? It didn't do it. 27, 10, four assists. Less turnovers than we've seen in games where they've won. Four. But it's because of the psychological. See, those four turnovers feel like you're watching seven of them. 
because the attention is so much and dependent on thinking that Jason Tatum has to win, has to win the NBA Finals for the Celtics. And my argument has been, and I said this on the KJ and Dondero show, excellent show, by the way, Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. to 11. Is this about winning four or crowning the next superstar in the NBA? My answer would be, hey, the superstar's banner doesn't go up in the garden. It's the team that wins four in the NBA Finals. And so if you win an NBA Finals game as Jason Tatum didn't do, but yet did when he had 13 assists in game one, maybe 18 points, they won. Why? Because other people on the team, T-E-A-M, there's no I in team, but there is an M and E in team. I'm kidding. So you can't just say, okay, if, if, if Tatum doesn't get it done, then nothing happens for the Celtics team. That's been absolutely false. I could make an argument that right now, the MVP of the NBA Finals is Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, that doesn't even sound like Steph Curry. Let me. Yes, Andrew Wiggins right now is the MVP of the NBA Finals. Now, Steph Curry had one game, one game where he carried everything on his back, but made no three-pointers for the first time in almost four years. 200-something games. And guess what? The Warriors won by 10, which proves the point. Get off the narrative that, hey, if Jason Tatum doesn't score you X amount of points, it's not happening. How about this? If Jason Tatum is not getting at least nine assists, it's not happening because that's what's been happening. And so I mentioned that, look, Steph Curry 0 for 9 for 3, virtually disappear the whole game. I say you put Grant Williams on him, it's going to be easier to run through those screens because you got a bigger body who can move quicker at the top of the perimeter, and it worked very well. And here's Coach M.A. Adoka on how that really turned out. Yeah, better job on him. Uh, a little more physical there. Switched up a coverage a little bit, but have to do it on the others. And anytime you got Wiggins with 26, Thompson with 21, Peyton and Poole off the bench 15 and 14, they're kind of making up for some of the things he was doing. So overall, solid job on him. But again, uh, I don't know if it was our defense as much as offensive struggles that helped hurt us tonight. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole are coming out of the coach's mouth. But yet, the narrative in Boston about the team. Jason Tatum's got to do something. I'd love to be a fly on the wall right now in San Francisco only because I've seen the conditions of San Francisco. It'd be very easy to be a fly on the wall. (laughs) Smell the war from here. But I bet you no one's having a conversation saying, oh gosh, there's no way the Warriors can win if Steph has the same game he had in Game 5. Oh yeah? I'm still waiting for the Andrew Wiggins answer. Now in fairness, after Game 4, all hands on deck like the Titanic is going down. you got to stop Steph Curry, and you did. But they've got other people. They got other people. And my question for the Celtics is, where are the other people? Where are you? See, Marcus Smart could have 20 points, and and you sit there and say, well, he wasn't a factor. 
But again, when you, when when I always say the NBA is not about who's your starting five, it's about when you hear Yard! who comes in the game when the stars go out, and what happens when Grant Williams comes in the game, you get three points, or Derek White comes in and you get one point, or Peyton Pritchard comes in and you don't get any points. What do you do? What 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 what, what do you do? So that, that that's the issue with the Celtics is explain explain to me what adjustments the Celtics make to win Game Six in Boston because I, I've I've said this about the Golden State Warriors because they are the Warriors who who put the two hundred three hundred dollar uh, price uh, added increase to every ticket when they show up to town they're built for this. They're a team that's designed to go on the road because prices go up or historically when they show up to town. They're not shook just because game six is in Boston. And I hate to be the bearer of honest news. I said, if the Celtics didn't win game five, the series is over. Because there's no way. I, there's no way. And I, I'd love to be wrong, but can is there a scenario where you see that the Celtics constructed as it is right now? That somebody from off the bench is going to capture the hearts and steal the minds of America by stealing a game in San in San Francisco? Like literally, I don't even have to talk about game six if we're gonna talk about the Celtics winning the NBA championship. I'd have to talk about game seven. Cause uh, you know they gotta win six. So what about seven? I, I just don't see it. And because of that, knowing that this team probably is running a little bit on empty, I do believe there's an element of Jason Tatum possibly being a little more hurt in that arm from the stinger he suffered in the in the in the Heat series. I believe there's more to it. But again, I'm talking about starters. Andrew Wiggins, while yes, a starter, has really been the most effective player for the Warriors every single game this series. Even the game where Draymond Green was yanked out, and that was the storyline. Oh, wow. Steve Kerr had to make a very courageous decision, take out his leader. Yeah, the same leader that had nine assists and five offensive rebounds. So it wasn't all stink em up. It wasn't all, it just the appearances. It's summertime, and you know you start going to fairs and festivals and stuff like that. And one of the best things that people eat is cotton candy. But what they tell you about cotton candy is, it looks so big and it looks like it's so tough to eat and gets you full, but it doesn't. It evaporates as soon as it hits your mouth. And that's kind of what the Celtics have been doing. They'll show you a little something. They'll show you a little something. But then when you know they need something, people are mad at Tatum or mad at Brown. But those are the only options they have. There's there's nobody on the bench. There's no Jordan Poole-esque type player. There's not even an Otto Porter-esque type player that comes off the bench for the Celtics. And that's what it all comes down to. Who comes off and gives you something? Kevin Kevon Looney, 17 minutes, two points. Okay, they decided to go away from him. Gary Payton II, 15 points. Jordan Poole, 14 points. And a dagger of a three. Yeah, that's 29 points from two guys off the bench for the Celtics. Williams, Grant Williams, three. We're not even, even going to count Luke Cornette because that was garbage time. 
Naismith had points in garbage time. Derek White, one point. Grant Williams, three points. Four to 29. And that's not and other guys on the scored for off the bench for 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 Golden State. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Even the Draymond Green narrative, right? Cotton candy. You're thinking, oh, this guy's not dropping. He's not dropping 15, 20, no. Eight. He's quadrupled his total from like a couple games ago. Eight, six assists, eight rebounds. The little things. The little things. And the Celtics, I just, I, the, you know, the little thing would be like, can someone come in and provide some points? That's why Tatum and Brown are so worn out at the end of the game. That's why it seems like other players are just standing there and say, and just like watching them do their thing. Why? Because they can't do the thing. They can't. It's just not happening. You know, like when you start saying, hey, Maybe you use Robert Williams more. Uh, he here's without even looking. Okay, I cheat a little bit. Without even looking, you don't get Robert Williams doesn't take more than five shots at a game. None of them are threes, and he's going to have more rebounds than he probably is going to have twice as many rebounds as he does shots. All right, open your eyes, KJ. Well, there you go. Robert Williams four for five took no threes, had eight rebounds, so almost twice as many rebounds as he did shots. So you're not running offense through Robert Williams. They know to defend the lob. That's not going to be a real option. The question is, where do you get any more any of anything from anybody? Like, this is why you're seeing that this is, this is why I believe the Celtics are running out of juice either in the third quarter where they get stagnant with the offense because, hey, you know where the offense is only going to come from. Or B, in the fourth quarter, when the Warriors have been able to go on runs, is because there's only really two guys who are taking shots and hitting them for the Celtics. It's a mess. 617-779-7937. Text line is 37937. If the Celtics can win game six, how does it happen? Now, if there's a glimmer of hope, I've always been a believer of the winner of Game 6 is the winner of Game 7. So, this might be the one time that changes all of that. It could be. But you may know something or think something that I'm not seeing. You know, the narrative was like, (laughs) Celtics haven't lost two straight in the playoffs. All right, I remember there was a time where like I was asking like females out over a course of a year and it seemed like they were saying yes. Somebody said no eventually. So I mm, I just find it very very hard to conceptualize. Not only how do the Celtics win game 6, but how do they even get to a game 7, which would be a whole nother discussion. It's KJ late night W E E I 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. We'll hear more from the Celtics. Uh, discuss more about what game six may look like. But right now it's time for Ethan to trend. The Greg Hill Show. Weekdays, 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. All right, here's what's trending at WEI and WEEI.com. The Celtics fell to the Warriors last night, 104-94, to in a night when Steph Curry went 0-9 from 3. 
first time, and you were talking about this earlier, you said it was like 207 games, so like that's the last time that's happened. It's actually the first time in 133 career playoff games he didn't make a single three. Think so, about think wasting about Wasting an opportunity to the maximum. 133 level. playoff games. What, you win 16 to win the championship in one playoff? So, so you... The most you might play is seven times or the twenty eight in a in a play a hundred and thirty three. Yep. <laughs> Jason Tatum had a team high of twenty seven points, and Marcus Smart finished right behind him with twenty. Meanwhile, the team managed a whopping eighteen turnovers when the final buzzer sounded. The Warriors now lead the series three to two with Game Six in Boston Thursday night. Tip off is at nine p.m. It's do or die for the Celtics. Red Sox took down the Oakland A's 6-1 off a strong performance by Nick Pavetta, who pitched through eight innings. J.D. Martinez and Rafael Devers both hit home runs, Devers' home run being a three-run homer in the fourth to go up six, and they never looked back. Red Sox match up with the A's again tomorrow night. First pitch is going to be at 7-10 p.m., and you can catch the Red Sox pregame show right here on the Shaws and Star Market Red Sox Network at 6-10. Rafi's still watching that home run go over the face. (laughs) (laughs) And then the Stanley Cup Finals begin tomorrow night at 8 p.m. between the Tampa Bay Lightning and Colorado Avalanche. The Lightning are looking to get a three-peat done and take down the Avalanche, while the Avalanche themselves are actually looking to win their third cup in franchise history. I feel so bad for the NHL. (laughs) Why is that? Tampa and Denver. Way to go. Yay, TV markets, Tampa and Denver. <laughs> well, Ted, Tampa's a big deal for hockey. At, at Denver, for the Avalanche, I, I don't really know. I don't follow hockey a ton, but I know Tampa's a big deal. <laughs> well, I'll put it this way. If you're trying to get new fans there, trust me, it's got to be further than Denver and Tampa. <laughs> um, and then another hockey news, the Vegas Golden Knights have signed former Bruins head see, coach Bruins Cassidy. See, picked up look, very quickly see, in their coaching carousel. Look, McDaniels is out there. Bruce Cassidy's out there. You know what they're setting Vegas to be? Right, the disgruntled New England sports fan <laughs> second home. This is you see it coming. Kind of how like uh, the Las Vegas Raiders have become New England West. Yeah, I'm trying to tell <laughs> you. You know, better do something. Belichick, Sweeney, something like that, right? Uh, but that's that's pretty much it. That's what's trending here at WEEI and WEEI.com. All right, trending brought to you by Nissan. Nissan's an easier choice than ever. With our exciting and fuel-efficient lineup, now get great offers across our full line. Shop at your local Nissan store and NissanUSA.com. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. He may talk about fatigue possibly setting in. It seemed like a couple of your shots started to fall short. Uh, were you feeling the fatigue there in the fourth quarter? Yeah, I had a couple shots that were shot. I just got not fade as much, use my legs. I mean, you're going to be a little more tired in the fourth than you are in the first quarter. You know, you got to get your legs a little more under you on a couple of those shots. Give yourself a chance. KJ Late Night, WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out. As Jason Tatum talking about, it's getting tiring when you start playing 44 minutes a game, him and Jalen Brown. But that's what happens when there's nobody else on the bench that's coming to call. With some points. We'll talk more Celtics and their turnovers here shortly. Let's get to the text line. Eighth, eighth in at 37937. What you got? Uh, so I had somebody come in to correct you when you were talking earlier when we were still on of the topic course. of baseball about how it was a lockout and not a strike when you had oh, mentioned it earlier. Bozo, you know what I meant. Here's, here's the thing. So when you're doing this in live time, everything is live. Your brain is moving live. Things are moving live. Producers in your ear, all these different things. You're saying things live. No one's going to be 100%. Uh, Ethan, I don't know if you, you, you watch like TV game shows, right? You know, like people have to Anything guess something. Live. Right. Okay. So, but you ever watch a TV game show and you're like, Oh, man, how did they miss that? That's so easy. Because your ass is sitting at home, not with cameras in your face, not with a studio audience in front of you, not with producers running back and forth, not with you thinking about like how much money you can win. So it's one thing when it's like taped and sit here, because I, if you're going to get on me about like being between strike and lockout, and you knew what I meant, then it's just almost like, you know, just stuff your face in a sandwich. Back to the Celtics. Who I... I Game six, the crowd's going to be loud. It's going to be absolutely crazy. But it could be getting crazy for the 10 that you know is never going to give you the time of the day but just going to accept your bought drinks. Why? Because I'm still trying to figure out who for the Celtics. If Tatum and Brown do not go for 30, 32 each, Who's going to pick up the slack? You say, well, what about Al? And it's almost kind of like, you know, maybe you know, maybe that crapshoot has run its course. Rob Williams is not an offensive uh, matter, and you just be honest with yourself. Would you want Marcus Smart to you know potentially take 20 shots and take the chance of what that looks like? Right? Derek White has disappeared. Grant Williams, I mean, less foul trouble this time. Game four, like, it was, it was like, rant, 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 rant. Like he's out of the game. Peyton Pritchard, I think, is still trying to get over some type of nervousness because I did see him start to actually take shots on the catch and shoot, even though they didn't fall. It still looked better than when he would try to dribble and then pass out of it. It's like, hey, you were in there to shoot. Shoot the ball, please. So... M.A., who I think is actually the NBA coach of the year because of the job that he's actually done from day one to present day, better than Monty Williams. Right, Monty Williams literally is coaching a team that went to the NBA Finals last year, this year. Like That's kind of easy. But M.A. had a team that was losing to no names with guys on their – Greg Monroe not even knowing his teammate's name who was the leading scorer. 
December, November Celtics to, to to game six. Like that's admirable. So MA, you know, I've I've understood when he's gotten the text. I've understood why he's gone after those to try and get a message across to his team about the urgency. Sometimes they've picked up on the message, other times they have not. He went he went for the, he went for that bag early in game five. Didn't work. So MA, what is the message for game six? Well, feeling the, the message to the guys is to be confident going home, get your rest, and then let's get ready for to bring it back here. And so, for us, it's really about consistency, and and that's the thing we're not we're having we're not having throughout a full game is a consistent effort, sustained effort, more so offensively than anything. And so, that's the part where we got to have uh, carry over from quarter to not only game to game, but even quarter to quarter, like we saw in the third, and then it doesn't doesn't happen in the fourth. So, um, obviously, we're all frustrated with tonight a little bit but even prior you know quarters and games and so our message is take it one at a time we've been here before and did it against milwaukee and let's bring it back out to the bay i'm going to tell you a secret that i know about nba players i may have changed over time but this is the absolute truth that was told to me that someone i'd become friends with over time a guy named baron davis who played in the league for some years nba players stay up late so damn it listen to kj tell you tatum and brown that you cannot do it alone. You can't do it alone. You need help. I know what's going to be coming all through these airwaves across Boston and greater New England, that it's you two's fault, but the truth of the matter is the team would not be here if it wasn't for you two. Keep that in mind. Your teammates probably have to figure out how to pick the two of you up. Both of them played 44 minutes in a 48-minute game. Yeah, I would expect to see more turnovers then, and it, it it happens. But you play guys 44 minutes apiece because you're saying nobody else is stepping up. So everything you're going to hear, you're going to be lambasted across the coals. It's going to continue into tomorrow. It's going to lead into game day. Suck it all in and realize that it's on your teammates to pick it up for you. Now, Ethan, you're probably like, really, Baron Davis? How did that story happen? So I got to tell you a true story. So in the very beginning of my days on a music station, I was in Charlotte. So Baron Davis was a rookie. Uh, I remember because he couldn't drink. So I used to kind of hang with like Baron Davis, Derek Coleman, Eldris Rick Hasner. Uh, It was kind of like this, I don't want to say seedy, but it was like interesting things would happen in the folklore of things. And Anthony Mason would occasionally hang out with them. The late Anthony Mason. Big, big dude. So I used to do this running joke about Anthony Mason, about his eyes. They were big as clocks. That if Anthony Mason looked to the left, it was 3 o'clock or it could be 9 o'clock. And that's how you could pick up on his offense. I was just really like kind of joking and laying into him. Until one night, Barron says to me, he's just like, hey, man, we're all staying up late playing cards. And we'd just be laughing at Mace. And I'm thinking, Anthony Mason is going to kill me. But luckily, there was enough bright lights around. It never happened. And he just stepped to me one day. He said, you're a real funny guy. <laughs> like, thanks. And I'm not short. So NBA players stay up late and hear what's being said about them. It's been going on for years. So Tatum and Brown, you're playing 44 minutes because nobody's giving you anything else. And that's tough. And someone's got to show up with something in game six or there's, or the exit interviews are next week, boys. 
Here's Jalen Brown saying this is what he thinks needs to happen in Game 6 for the Celtics. I will watch it and learn from it and see where we could have been um, better, stronger with the basketball, more aggressive. I think they did some things to kind of take us out of our spots. Uh, um, we'll watch it and, and see where um, those adjustments need to be made. But overall, physicality got to be better from the jump. You know, we was looking around expecting somebody to bail us out. You just got to, you know, be stronger, more physical, more dominant, get to the paint and, and make somebody stop you. And I know we're capable of it. We just got to do it. KJ, late night here on WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Let's go to Hadley. He thinks that somebody, you have somebody in mind who may need to step up for the Celtics in game six? I think the offense needs to step up. Like, our offense is really stagnant. You watch Golden State run offense, they're able to get really good looks on a regular basis without one guy taking five, six, seven dribbles. Our offense is literally a down screen, a back screen, or a flare screen, and then one-on-one, and then when there's a double team, you get Jason Tatum or Brown potentially kicking out. Yep. Like, it's frustrating listening to them talk in the post game as though, like, it's some sort of complicated issue to fix. It's like, no, dude, you use 10 dribbles to score and everybody's standing around. It's the design of the offense, not guys not showing up. Go back and look at the shot distribution of guys who played in the game yesterday and even game five. Al Horford took six shots. Yeah. Like, what's he supposed to do with six shots? Well, I've, I've always wondered why you're not effectively using Al on the block, right? If if Tatum and Brown want to do their thing from the outside, then where's the inside presence that's going to force them to say... Al Horford, Go ahead. Al Horford can't post you up, my man. He can't post you up. He has no post game. He never well, he has. Did. He can't post anybody up. Well, it's not so much that you're saying that we want to bang you on the block, but it's like if you feed him down low to a, against a team that's undersized, what do you do if you're the undersized team? You, 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 just, it, all Al has to do is put it up against the glass two or three times, and now it's a game adjustment that the Warriors have to think about making. Nah, man. Clay Thompson is successfully guarding him one-on-one down low. This has been the case for years with Al Horford. He can't score down low. Their best shot near the rim is a lob to Robert Williams. And guess what? Rob can't really jump right now. So if they're going to get something at the rim, it has to come from, like, action in their offense, getting back cuts. But we don't move. Our offense is super basic. And we're lucky to have gotten this far. Hadley, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate you calling late night. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to try something, even if it's something you've never done. You know, because the biggest thing for me in this series, especially over the last two games, it's embarrassing that the Celtics are getting out-rebounded by the Lilliputian Warriors. Like these, like you're literally getting out-rebounded by guys who are easily three and four inches low, shorter than everybody else. They out-rebounded Golden State for the first time the other night, but did that really matter? When you got Andrew Wiggins dra- grabbing 12 rebounds. And Al Horford, let's just call Al Horford, who was your bigger guy, eight rebounds. Robert Williams, five rebounds. So their 13 rebounds is one more. Williams and Horford's 13 total rebounds is one more. 
was the same amount as Robert Williams. I'm sorry, 17. Horford had 10. Horford had 9. Williams, 8. Wiggins, 13. That's ridiculous. And it was like a 13-point rebound difference in in the previous game. Uh, You know, I, I think ultimately the reason why Andrew Wiggins is a problem is because is the star going to turn around? Is Tatum going to turn around and say, I'm going to be his primary defender? It's not, it is an Al. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's not Al. You know, Rob Williams, I mean, God bless him, but he's really running out there with one leg. You know, Rob Williams is really good for about maybe 15 solid minutes before you start seeing things hurt or he gets nicked or maybe a fall that happens that he comes up hobbling. He played 30 the other. He played 30 last night. So again, when when your starters are eating up minutes the way they are, it, it just shows that, you know, MA has no confidence right now in his bench production. Derek White, one point in 21 minutes. Peyton Pritchard, none in five. I guess he just got the yank. Just got pull him out. Grant Williams, 16 minutes, three points. Three rebounds. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to figure out what what options the Celtics really have. Let's go to Daniel in Brighton, and he's sick of seeing all the one-on-one basketball. Daniel, you're on WEEI Late Night. Thanks for the call. Um, hi. Um, I was just thinking that the reason why the Celtics, when they, when, they, when they struggle, is because they just do too much iso ball. I don't know if you guys thought the same thing. They don't really play like a team. When Tatum gets double teamed, they don't really have like – that's like ready for him, and then that's when they end up turning the ball over. I wanted to know if you guys agree with that. Yeah, I I think it's where the league is for some players, right? If you say, well, who are the faces for some of these younger players where not even Steph is much. It's hard to think that Steph is 34 now. But you're like, okay, like a Durant or, or Kyrie or some of these, or James Harden. These guys all depend on the ball being ball dominant. Daniel, thanks for the call. I'll get to your question. Yeah, they're all ball dominant, and that's kind of the way a lot of players think in the league. Now, it doesn't mean it's winning basketball, but you, we are in an era of the individual ball dominant player who feels like everything should run through them and possibly even bringing the ball up the court, that it's everybody else's job to kind of make things happen for him. Even when you see, like, it makes no sense to me that when Tatum ends up with Steph Curry on a switch, that he's having any issues taking Steph Curry to the basket. Like, what is, why? Why, 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 why? Why? So, I, I, I can't, I can't say other than this is kind of where the game exists, but it doesn't win you championships, right? It doesn't, like, last year when, I mean, Giannis, I mean, but he still even had Middleton, so he's not an iso ball guy. He may come from the top of the key, but he will dish. He doesn't need to start with the ball in his hand. Some of these players now, they almost demand that the offense has to start with the ball in their hand, and the stagnation comes because it's like, damn, you've had the ball since the shot clock went from 24 to 23, and now it's down to eight. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? It's going to freeze people. All right, 617-779-7937, text line 37937, KJ Late Night. Let's go to Steve in Miami says, uh, it's something more fundamentally wrong with the Celtics. Steve, go ahead. 
Steve, you're on WEE. I got yeah, him go on the phone. Give me one second. Okay, no worries. I, I'm I, 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 I'm bringing out the food to Steve before the food's even ready. Like, I don't want him to have a raw deal on the, on the plate. But look, the, the with the ISO ball that you're seeing, again, when you're trying to now suddenly create offense with six, seven seconds left on the shot clock, there's really only one answer is you've got to put the ball in the air or by time you're able to dish it out, it's being dished to someone who's the person who shouldn't be taking a shot from that far, which says you're starting out your offense from that far, too far out. And that and that's what's been happening. And so, I, you know, look, if there was like another ISO ball person or another prolific score that was coming off the bench, it wouldn't seem as bad because you would have more players who would know their roles, right? They're all backups, so they would know they would have to be stronger in what they're asked to come and back up and do. You know, but if you're Marcus Smart and you want to be more of a point guard, but yet you're in there to defend more so than you are to score, we'd rather see you distribute than to try and take shots. But if they're going to leave you open, you know, that you got to take the shot. All right, Steve, in Miami, you ready to go? Yep, how are you today? Good, Steve. Thanks for the call, man. Give us. So you think it's something more fun to, fundamentally wrong with the Celtics. What's that? Well, I mean, everybody has seen it. Uh, free throws. The word free is there, but they're throwing it like it's not free. I mean, Tatum, and I'm not trying to get on Tatum's case, but he missed two straight when he got fouled in the first half, two straight in the second half. Uh, the In game five, there was a... Um, a technical against Steve Kerr. He was taking the shot. He missed yeah. it. You know, they're putting they're putting themselves not just because of the turnovers, but missed free throws, and that's around five six points right there. That uh, the game would have been so much closer, and who knows what happens. Yeah. But uh, uh, Derek White. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, you said uh, he got one point. Yeah, because he missed one free throw too. Yeah, you know, missed all of his. Yep. They're having too many misses when they should be, you know, what, let's put it this way. What good is it getting the other team in foul trouble if you're not going to make the free throws? That's true. The bonus is supposed to be a bonus opportunity to get points. Steve, thanks for the call. Yeah, Celtics missed 10 free throws. They missed a third of their three free throws. So you imagine say, okay, Celtics, get up here and take three free throws every time you come up here, and they always are missing one every single time. That's literally what happened. 21 for 30. You left 10 points at the free throw line. So you say, okay, while nothing is perfect, including free throw shooting, let's say if they, let's see, Golden State shot 87%, so they missed two of their free throws. So if you said if the Celtics made 87% of their free throws, you're talking about 27 for 31. So that's six points. And so now you're down two possessions. Four. Looking at a much different end yeah. to the game. Yeah. Even if, if it's you, the same result, but they're at yeah. least playing it differently. Yeah, if they miss three of their free throws, that, that's seven more points. And now you're looking at a 103, 103, one, I'm a 104, 101 game, and now it's a one possession game. Just just that and I mean, because I look, the free throws are not going to get any better really for for Golden State. You know, they were 13 for 15. So, you know, someone's missed one, you know, Wiggins missed one, Curry missed one. There you go. But my goodness, uh, yeah, you, 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 that's what I'm saying about the Celtics, right, is if we have to discuss free throws, Tatum two for six, Derek White one for two in a key, in a key moment there, you know, it, 
eight for ten, three for four. You know, you know, you just these are free points. I mean, obviously, that's you know, that's you know, that's that's not telling you anything new. But my goodness, you know, I, I've said with this Celtics team is because they're not an offensive dynamic team. This is not a team that's always going to give you one fifteen every game. That they have to be precise in what they do, and the precision isn't there. It isn't there. Game one was one of those where you said, you know what? This is a team that shows how they can step up and do what they do best, and they did it. I give them a lot of credit for really stifling Steph Curry. But when you do that, you still have to be precise at what you do, which is defend and get the easiest of buckets that you can get. And as some would say, I would say a layup is, is easier than a free throw. But again, no one's defending you. No one's swatting at you. You know, there's a little bit of crowd noise, but that's everywhere. And if you're missing a third of your free throws and you went to the free throw line twice as many times as your opponent, you know, that's just one additional avenue along with the turnovers. In fact, um, let's get that cut from Jason Tatum regarding the turnovers. You've got that. So until he gets to the cut, I'll, I'll, I'll mention this. The turnovers were a bigger blare, a bigger indictment in this game than it was in the previous game, even though it felt like they were still as bad. Because in game four, actually the Celtics had less turnovers than the Warriors. It's just that the turnovers seemed to come at the wrong times. I got it for this, you. I'm sorry about uh, that. I, I loaded up the wrong clip. No worries. It happens. I got it for you now. No worries. I'll, I'll call. I'll call again for it. Like we'll just pretend like you know that never happened. So, so this past game, right? It was like eighteen to seven in terms of turnover. Turnover. So it's like okay, and and I think the Warriors had nine steals. The Celtics had two steals. So when they're getting it done defensively, and your mo is getting it done defensively, that's like another major avenue. That's just calling for loss. So you you lose the turnover battle, but yet you're the best defending uh, team in the league. Okay, that's gonna that that's one recipe in this big bowl of loss. Then you're missing a third of all your free throws, and you've taken twice as many free throws as your opponent, and you've left ten points on the line and losing by eleven. You lose by yeah, you lose by ten. So literally, and, and not even saying if you were perfect, but if you made eight of those ten free throws at eighty percent or 9 of 10 of those free throws at an additional 90%, you're now in a one-possession game where you can go back to doing what you hadn't done very well but still have a chance to do, which is defend. But it's the turnovers. When you give up possessions, that's not precision at all. And here's Jason Tatum talking about those turnovers. We got to be better. You know, we hard to beat when we don't turn the ball over, and clearly we're easy to beat when we do turn the ball over. Oh, wow. That that's not deep right there. It's a Anybody's response. Right. Anybody is hard to beat when they don't turn the ball over. Many of people are easy to beat when they turn the ball over a lot. That file that under water is wet, fire is hot. Sun is far away. <laughs> you know, I mean, when the sun is ninety three million miles away, you know, you can't really say it's close. <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing. But you have to know, and this goes back to what the callers have mentioned, Steve in Miami, and Hadley had also mentioned as well, is when you start going into this stagnant offense, 
and you've been holding on to the ball pretty much since the shot clock dropped one second. There are more chances for error because the ball is not moving. And when the ball doesn't move, it gets turned over. Look at James Harden. Look at James Harden. That ball doesn't move, and he turns the ball over. Well, imagine when you're doing that when everybody on the Warriors know that, okay, the primary run-through is going to be Tatum on this, and the second person he's going to look for is Jalen Brown. So if we make sure we just keep ourselves locked to Jalen Brown and force Tatum into a bunch of action that's a, a big mess, either turn the ball over or he's going to kick out to the wrong person or he kicks out to the person the person doesn't hit the shot. The Warriors have the Celtics figured out. Now, it just has to be a very grimy, dirty, physical, maybe a little in your face, maybe a couple of hard fouls to let them know that finesse ball is not going to happen for game six. Celtics have to figure out, do they just want to say, well, you know, we gave it our all. Or do you want to like leave blood on the floor? Not literally, but you get what I'm saying. Right? Like this is this is your last game at home, even if you win the championship. How are you going to perform? You know, Ethan, when I got into this industry, my very first boss said, if you want to be effective, imagine if Jesus Christ was standing in the control room with you. How would you respond? At first I was thinking, well, shouldn't I be a bit scared because I don't expect Jesus Christ to literally be in the studio with me? (laughs) He said, no, the idea is you should do it with so much enthusiasm to know that you left it all on the mic, or in this case, on the floor, to know that you showed the people who support you that you gave everything in that last game, knowing that anything could potentially happen in the seventh game. Wrap up late night here on WEEI with KJ next. Thanks so much for hanging out. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that is that is timeless. Let that rock, Ethan. Late night, WEEI, KJ, thank you so much for hanging out. Ethan, thank you so much for your hard work tonight. And uh, today is a special day for me. So... Some of you who know me here this time late at night, there might be conversations in the streets around Boston and parts of New England for those who can actually hear it. They're like, hey, KJ, that the guy that used to play R&B in town, is that EEI? That's not what's important about today. Today is my daughter's birthday. And uh, my daughter and our family are the current New England holders for the most money raised in one night for the March of Dimes. in one night. And it was because of my superstar daughter. She wowed people. She was having conversations in bathrooms with women. I was like, it's strange, but if it works, it works. Well, she turned 11 today. And let me tell you, when you have a child with special needs, they can bring a special joy that you would never expect. So to sit there and watch her eat super carb-loaded pancakes with blueberries on them that put me to sleep this afternoon... It's okay for dad to be weary and tired when he gets into work tonight. So happy birthday, princess. Thank you so much for making our lives so much more special for making our lives worth living. So have a great night. Love your children. I know you do. They're really special. However they get here. Be good. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.